Hello, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Capsule. Here we open the capsule on several health conditions and concerns that may help you gain knowledge to better your well-being. How's it going, Nan? Um, very good today. Just finished work. Uh, it's a pretty hot day in Perth, so uh, got to crank up the air cones. Otherwise, I'll be sweating uh, mm. in this uh, uniform. Nice. Uh, so today we got a special guest, um, and her name is Alvina Fu. Am I uh, Alina Fu? Am I Alvina? Alvina. Oh, Alvina. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I'll let you introduce about yourself. And then we can get into the topic, which we will um, explore a little bit later. Sure, Nan. And first of all, thank you guys for having me um, on your podcast. So that's not a problem. Um, okay, so just a you know a bit about myself. I was born in Singapore, and had my primary and secondary schooling there. In primary school, I was into swimming and was generally very active. And from year mm -hmm. seven onwards, I play a lot of badminton. I was nice. part of my school team and we train almost every day except Sundays. Wow. They were one of, um, one of the most memorable times as I really enjoyed being with my teammates and the training. So when I migrated to Australia, I continued playing badminton for the New South Wales States um, under 18 team and for my uni the University of Sydney in the Australian University Games. And as I reflect back, my sports background had taught me many life skills, especially on discipline and routine, even though um, I wasn't aware back then. And in terms of my health, I was always coughing in my primary school years. Um, I'm sure if my mum had ever got me a diagnosis um, and she was quite traditional. I was usually treated with traditional Chinese medicine. I can still remember. Nice. The... Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I could, I, I don't know whether you guys can relate, but I, I can still remember the ghastly tasting herbs that I had to put up with. And um, there was also food that I had to avoid, especially when my cough was really bad. And of course, they were generally my favorite foods like ice cream treats and oh, I know. <laughs> yes. So it wasn't wow. fun. So as you can imagine, I, I didn't take to the liking of this sort of medicine. Um, but I did remember feeling better when I refrained from these foods and have the herbs, but I would never admit to it as you know why. Mm. I had the odd antibodies every now and again, and maybe a handful of times in the first 20 years of my life. But I did remember this very clearly when I was about nine or 10. I looked at a bottle of, you know, Western medicine, a bottle of antibiotics, attempting to pronounce a long name and thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool to know what all these medicines do? And at this stage, I've never seen, uh, been seen by a pharmacist or know what a pharmacist actually does. So in high school, I um, developed a strong interest in mathematics, physics, and chemistry. So I gravitated to uni courses like optometry, physiotherapy, pharmacy, chemical engineering, and food science and technology. Um, but out of all my options, I really want to do pharmacy. Um, and I had a keen interest in nutrition. And I remember feeling very disappointed back then when we were only offered four lectures on nutrition for our entire course. So has that changed at all? Like when you did pharmacy? I'm pretty sure we didn't get that much of uh, 
yeah. study into <laughs> nutrition at all. No, I, 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 I don't think even any of it. I count it with four. So, um, and the interest probably stemmed from my childhood period um, when I was unwell, as mentioned earlier. Even though I didn't appreciate my restricted diet, it was impressionable to me. Mm. So hence my quest to learn more about nutrition and nutraceuticals after I graduated from pharmacy. Okay. All right. Well, while you were in Singapore, uh, I'm not like, because I was in Singapore for like three years. I did like high school there. And then I see a lot of like the chicken essence is like one of the most popular thing ever in Singapore at that time. So I don't know if, if whether it was popular then. Uh, yeah. 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 You just brought back some memories. Yeah. (laughs) What Uh, it tastes like. No, it's not very pleasant at all. I am because like all of my friends had it and we, we was like preparing for a levels and literally all my friends had it and I don't know. Yeah. They they did quite well for the exam, but I don't know whether it was well, probably the chicken. because of the chicken essence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I remembered some herbs with um. I remember there's some bee wings. Bee. Yeah, it was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> but I have to. Yes, I have to drink it. Yeah. So a little bit traumatized by that. <laughs> I did not have to go through that. I'll just put that out there. I <laughs> avoided all that. Lucky you. Yeah. Um, so you've gone into a bit about to, about your passion into nutrition. Um, what about the bodybuilding side of it? Yeah. So, um, um, you know, when you talk about passion about nutrition, so I'm, I'm not quite sure if I can say I'm passionate about nutrition. I guess I was always curious and hungry for information and i just know that i enjoy and love talking about nutrition and because it had such a profound because it has a profound impact on health period Mm. and secondly i love food i love eating (laughs) it and i enjoy making it and the more it's something that i the more i learn the more questions i have and everything used to be so much simpler but you know, that I feel like I have the answer, but nowadays mm. I'm not quite sure and I don't seem to be able to provide any simple answer anymore. And it's been a very humbling experience. Um, and um, Ashan, you asked about the bodybuilding aspect. Um, I've been, I guess, weight training for over 12 years. Wow. And I've never really thought about competing because I love food and <laughs> I never thought that I would have the discipline to control my food intake um, because that is a major part, which I come to understand. Mm, <laughs> um, yes. And then in, <clears throat> and then in 2000 in January, 2019, after reading um, professor Walter Longo's work, I'm not sure whether you're familiar with, with his work, Walter. but um it was about, you know, like the fasting and all that oh, okay. stuff. And, and also various researchers work such as um, Dr. Sachin Panda on fasting. And so I decided to do a three day fast, but that extended to a five day fast oh. uh, because I felt it, the first couple of days was horrid. I was like, Oh my God, I just, just keep thinking, you know, hunger pains keep coming. 
and uh, and then come to day three it's like oh i can i can do this for a while and so i extended it to five days but i call it a dirty fast because i was still allowing some kind of broth um mm. you know just to keep my electrolytes up a bit of green tea and also um some brain change amino acid before training because i was still training then okay. um and after that experience i felt that perhaps I may have the discipline required with my food <laughs> after all. So I wanted to test my limits and I couldn't find enough why not, good enough reasons why not to do it. So oh, yeah. that's what I did. And because I was a newbie to the bodybuilding sports, I had no attachments to any kind of diet um, as I was already eating quite a high fat, low carb, diet at this stage i wanted to do the entire prep on a ketogenic diet to me i had nothing to lose um and it was like a science experiment for me with subject number equals one um so in the bodybuilding you know uh, com usually they will have a relatively low fat so it was you know there, there are some bodybuilders bodybuilders who does use a ketogenic diet but they're you know not that many so my diet consisted about 65 to 70% fat, about 20 to 25% protein, and my total carbs were generally around 30 to 50 grams. Okay. So it was, um, you know, yes, testing my limit, but at the same time, I thought it would be a very cool experiment to do. <laughs> mm, no, it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, mm. So when uh, I suppose like um, you've you follow that diet and but then nowadays pretty much everyone will come up with some some special type diet. You got paleo, you got keto diet, you got intermittent fasting and all sort of thing. Like, is there any particular one that you think that is like the better one for you out there, or every all of them are just as good? No. Yeah, so just to clarify, you know, like ketogenic diet is actually really not a, a fat diet. It was actually used back in the 1920s in treating seizures at the Mayo Clinic. Okay. So the use of, you know, ketogenic diet is still indicated now for uncontrolled childhood epilepsy, um, you know, by drugs. So if the child's not controlled, then they use the ketogenic diet. So I think, you know, from memory, it was, um, you know, phenotone came to the market, I think late 1930, I think 19, say 1936 or 1938. And from then they really ditch the ketogenic diet because it was, it was really hard to follow. Like a classic ketogenic diet, it's about 85 to 90% fat. So you're like drinking <laughs> oil. It was really, really diff difficult to adhere to. Um, now, as far as, you know, you're saying, you know, in what, what kind of diet is, is better, it depends on our goal. See, I told you like, you know, everything, <laughs> it's never simple anymore. Like, you know, it depends. I say that a lot. Oh, it depends. It depends. Um, and, and the term ketogenic diet has somewhat lost its meaning. It's like the paleo diet that you mentioned, you know, it's like, you know, what's paleo? Like, you know, you almost have to. You know, with the paleo, you have a almost like a sub branch. You know, a, 
you're talking about a carnivore paleo, you're talking about a vegan paleo, what are you talking about? Um, and you almost need to clarify with the person you're having a conversation with and something that even ketogenic diet, you know, when you actually ask a person and sometimes they think that it's actually a high protein diet and they will describe to you what they eat and you, you think, hang on a second, this is not a ketogenic diet at all. And, uh, and then some people would think that, you know, depending on who you follow and, you know, this whatever social media feed comes up. And some might think that, you know, um, ketogenic diet means consuming a lot of bacon and cheese and using heavy cream on everything. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a really interesting um, topic. I feel that diet is... It's almost, it's so accessible, but at the same time, it's actually quite complicated. Um, and I think any diet could be bastardized and done badly. Mm. And in my view, people should strive for, you know, a lower carb, whole food diet. And it's interesting. Um, I don't know whether you saw the, you know, Diabetes Australia guidelines. I'll say probably about, I think, two thousand and. 18 then um they've actually changed the stance on on carbs um they're now advocating you know even lower carb approach i'm not saying like low carb but a lower carb approach compared to what they 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 recommend because when you look at the old guideline and you look at what they recommend it's about five to six servings of carbs um on the on the guideline so that's interesting yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I looked at it was because you know a few years ago I did a presentation, so I was, you know, like yeah, looking at all the different different kind of guidelines mm. in Australia. Okay. Mm. So we saw you've published a book. Yuck! Do I have to eat that? Which oh, yeah. it was basically my anthem when I was a kid. So, <laughs> Tell us more about this book. What You're made you? Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what made you think of writing it? Well, it actually kind of started with my my son. My son back then he was in year three, and he recommended his mum to do a talk. Hmm. I was like, thanks, Finn. Um, <laughs> and so there were like twenty six little kids, right? And I thought, well, how am I going to engage? Like, you know doing a talk. I mean, I'm going to lose them. Mm. And so I started drawing pictures and, and I actually really, I had a lot of fun <laughs> doing it myself. So I like drawing, I was really enjoying it and, you know, giving myself a pat on the back of, gee, good work. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I was um, presenting, you know, the, I, I drew it on like pieces of paper and then I'm just showing them pictures and mm. asking them lots of questions. And, they really, they had lots of questions and they were so engaging. They wanted to know more um, and there were a lot of information that they, you know, that they didn't have or they got it wrong, of course, you know, like, you know, year three. As and kids. so that actually really started. I thought, well, maybe I should write a book, you know, on or draw <laughs> and <laughs> do an illustration book on on this topic because it's just so important and we can set them up for life, you know, like mm. you know, good healthy eating habits. Then I really, I believe that 
a lot of the health condition that we see, a lot of chronic conditions probably wouldn't occur or we would probably vastly reduce, reduce you know, yeah. say, you know, the number of diabetes, for example. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, you're not going to be eating so much processed sugar and, and think about the gut microbiome. Mm. Yeah. That's so that's why I wrote it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It took me oh. two years. Oh, two <laughs> years? Oh. Yeah, it was, you know, like you, you, when you're not a professional writer and you have other things that you have, yeah, true. <laughs> that you have to do. And, and during that time when the book was published, it was in the middle of my um, my my calm, my bodybuilding calm. And so oh. and together with QCPP accreditation, um, yes. <laughs> it was very, um, a very drilling, very stressful time. Mm. And taking care of a year three year old. Um, yeah. Child as well. <laughs> year five, and I've got two kids, oh, yeah. so year five and year seven. Ah. So, you know, cooking and not eating their food, but my food. So, two sort of two different meals. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was, um, it was interesting. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, did you have to approach a publisher for that or they, or just find one and publish through it? Yeah. Look, I just decide cause I wanted to do it and, and because I, didn't have any really real experience in publishing. I just thought that, you know, I'll just self-publish a book. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's what I did. Ah, uh, okay. I see. And I just okay. thought, well, J.K. Rowling can self-publish her first book. Yeah. <laughs> Good enough for her or enough for me? True, true. <laughs> oh, not quite the same standard, though. <laughs> that's all right. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, like, I have a wedding coming up and I've been, like, on – a very healthy diet. I've tried to, but it mm. seems to me that it is uh, a lot of people say, uh, you know, he- healthy diet is quite cheap, but uh, it seems to me like it's actually just as expensive, like uh, as costly as like getting takeout food sometimes or eating like, you know, not so healthy stuff. Cause you need to maintain like two fruit, five vegetable a day as per the guideline and buy all this stuff. So is that a myth or is it like I've been doing something wrong or is it, yeah. You mean it, it's more expensive to eat healthy? Yeah, it's, it seems to me that way, but I'm, I don't know if I've been doing something wrong or it's... I, I don't think so, but you probably need to be quite good in, you know, like organizing your food and doing, you know, maybe prepping your food um so you can always get um you know food for example you know when you go to i don't know where you guys shop like you know it was a coles or woolies or um yeah, usually independent <laughs> yeah so we've, we've got <clears throat> i mean sometimes you know i'll get my stuff from coles but we do have a local because being regional we do have a um a, like a fresh um vegetable fresh fruit market and they have very, very good specials. So sometimes, like for instance, you know, I can get in, oh, there, there was a few months ago, like, you know, broccoli, that's like one of my favorite foods. It was $2 per kilo. It was mm. so cheap. And so that's I'll buy, you know, usually it, it comes in because, but you have to buy bulk. So I bought, <laughs> it was like $4 for two kilos, so which is essentially $2. And so, you know, I buy that way and carrots, usually it would be a dollar for a kilo. 
And sometimes zucchini will be on special for like $2 or $3 for a kilo, but you have to buy bulk. So that's what, you know, I encourage people to do. Um, you can always then, you know, prep, you know, and just that, I think the thing is just, you know, to be very organized because, you know, with processed food, you know, it's, it's simple, you know, you just buy the takeout, but say for a packet of cereal, for example, I actually wrote about this many, uh, many moons ago, um, about a packet of cereal. I don't know how much cereal is up because I don't eat them. Probably about four. Would it be like, right? Four dollars for a packet for box? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Oh, you know, and and then, but if you buy a packet of oats, it's, I think it's less than two dollars. Yeah. And it's more, you know, like it's more nutrient dense. So yeah. you can buy a packet of oats and then, you know, if you want to dress it up, you can put some cinnamon, you can buy some you know, dates, maybe two dates um, into a bowl of oats. And it's actually not that expensive. Mm. So, you know, if you can look at what's actually on special and generally what's on special is also seasonal. So you can actually eat seasonal, which is actually what we're meant to do. Um, So I don't, I really don't think that, you know, like takeout is definitely more expensive. Yeah. I don't know whether you agree. I mean, you know, is it, is it difficult? Do you think that maybe that, that might be the challenge for people? I think, um, uh, I mean, cause I went out recently and I spent an easy $50 amongst two, two people. And I was like, yeah. Take away. Could, yeah. Take away. So I was yeah. like, you could definitely do like a week's worth of grocery shopping. Exactly. Because actually during the COVID time, I mean, it's, it's actually really a, a blessing in disguise because then, you know, like we eat out, a lot at home and then mm-hmm. I realized that wow like you know if I were to go out with my kids it will be you know sometimes 50 or 60 depending on what we eat um yeah. you know sometimes it could even be up to about 70 dollars and that's like a whole week of you know groceries so it's I think it's definitely a, a myth if you yeah. can you know shop um properly <laughs> <laughs> that's such yeah. a term. Yeah, Shop yeah, smart. like buying bulk, yeah. buying bulk mm. helps. Okay. Hmm. righty. Uh, so, what would be your go-to source for a healthy recipe? So, I guess in to help meal prep and all that. Yeah. Um. Um. I because I I have trouble conforming to any <laughs> recipes because I I love creating stuff. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why, like, I, I just love it. It's like, I don't know, fun. It's like an art. Um, but I would say diet doctor will be one that come to mind. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's dietdoctor.com or if you Google diet doctor, you should be able to find the site. They have some free recipes and then, or you could, you know, subscribe to, more accessible recipes and they do have you know um different kind of diet requirement like you know like the ketogenic diet i believe yeah. or okay. you know um, different types of diet so mm. that will be the source where i'll go to what about you okay. like do, have you found any um good websites i haven't um i usually get the missus to <laughs> <be> like- <laughs> 
Oh, yep. What's happening? Right? Yeah, yeah. She does the cooking. You do the quality control. Yes. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. What about you, Nan? Uh, I just been Google like Buddha bowl or healthy recipes. So it's pretty much what I do with whatever come up and look like lots of vegetable. That's I assume that's healthy. So I just go with it. Um, and uh, try to not eat too much red meat as well. That's what I've been trying to do. So uh, try to use like turkey, chicken. Yeah, or if I really want to go meat-free, then I just use like, um, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, lentil? Lentils? Oh, lentils. Yeah. Lentil, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Chickpea, yeah, something like that. That mm-hmm. gives quite enough protein for me. Yeah. So, yeah, it should be. Okay. It's, you know, it's funny, turkey makes me very, it, it makes me drowsy and, and I think it might be the tryptophan drowsy. in it, you know? Uh, it's funny, those two food I've, I've tried and tried a few times. So definitely no turkey or prawns for me at lunchtime because oh, I would okay. just want to have a siesta. That would be the end of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be able to work. It's funny, I've, yeah. I've not noticed that, but I'll try and see if that happens as well. Yeah, I, I, it, it was just a few times. It was like... Where I, I just, it was a very unusual lethargy, you know, and I just, and then I, yeah, I just started noticing that every single time when I have more prawns or turkey, mm. I get, it, it's nice. I mean, you know, I recommend it for nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's for me. I, I, I can't say that it's true for everyone, but for me, yeah. that's yeah. the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, pretty yeah. interesting. I think it mm. makes sense because I used to love prawns a lot, like as a kid. But there's one time I ate so much that I felt like drunk. Like I don't know, <laughs> you feel drunk. Did you the, not the drunken prawns. No, sorry, that's. <laughs> <laughs> there must be that. I don't know. It must be. Must be. Mm. Maybe it's the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Prawns are good. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. That's pretty much it from our end, unless was there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, but I just want to, you know, really commend you guys for, you know, the podcast. You, you, it, it really requires a lot of um, discipline um, to be doing this every, I think it was every week that you put on a podcast show. Yeah, yeah so, we try to. <laughs> so fair play to you. Congratulations. thanks really requires a lot of discipline so well done guys cheers and um thank you for coming on as well um we understand because you're over in eastern um states so it's a bit later over there in nowra new south wales south coast oh nowra nowra yes where the bushfire yeah (laughs) so it's all okay at the moment yeah yeah, of course yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) now it's covid you know covid's taken over (laughs) oh yes is there any covid case in your place uh, at the moment, it, it seems to be okay. Yes, right. yeah. A lot of tourists around, though, because oh, we're okay. down the south yeah. coast and no one could really go overseas. So they come down the south coast because, after all, it's beautiful down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, but um, no, but it's all good here. Yeah. Ah, but, um, but yeah, thank you, guys. Right. That's all good. Yeah. Um, Nan, was there anything you wanted to add? Uh, I'm good. Um, thanks a lot, Alvina, for uh, 
coming on to the show today. And uh, how can our listener contact you or follow you if they want to know more about your passions and career? Yeah, so I am on Instagram. So it's at my uh, at Miss M S Alvina Fu M S A L V I N A F for Fred Double O. Um, or I've got a public page on Facebook, just um, Alvina Fu. You can find me. Um, or I've got a blog, which is alvinafu.com. Okay. okay. So you can find me that way. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, you might get a search of uh, Google after this. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Anyway, thanks for, uh, again, for being on here today. And Thank you, guys. We hope we can catch up another time. And sure. we shall see you guys again soon. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Thank you. Have all a good right, evening, same. guys. Bye. Bye. All of the information provided on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have any questions, please see your healthcare professional.